Oh yeah. Uh yeah. Uh uh. Yo. Uh yeah. Uh uh. Might be a little loud. Talk it. Talking to that mic there. Uh, Yo. Check. Yeah. Check one. Oh yeah, that looks pretty good. It looks all right. Yeah. All right. Yo. Fuck it. Whatever. What's up, Ron? Yo, what's up, man? <laughs> fucking, we're having a party here. Yeah, Long Island Hardcore is in the house. Circa yeah. mid-90s. Welcome welcome to St. Vitus at 11.30 in the morning. It's way too early. <laughs> I got home at 5. You got home at 5? Yeah, I went to Mabel District uh, 9. Oh, uh, how was that? It was, well, I can't really comment. I missed 98% of it. What? I, I Well, Hank Wood and the Hammerheads played Generation first. I oh, was there. That yeah. was cool. Yeah? Then I raced over to the Madball show, and the second I got there, there was an unconscious body in front, so that took my interest for a half hour, and I missed District 9. There was a what? Some dude was, some dude was, uh, I guess, being inappropriate, got dealt with, I don't know, some shit. Inappropriate. He was a dick. It was deserved. Ah. To say uh, the least. I see. He tried uh, to start with me at one point. Really? Yeah. Huh. Not, he was a dick. Who would do that? He didn't. He was like a Polish guy. I didn't even know what hardcore was. Oh, just like a neighborhood guy who drank too much. Yeah. Acted like an asshole. No, I've never dealt with that here. Never. Yeah. You're lucky. No, I did. Well, they don't make it down this far. You, you, <laughs> like you know, he's on Greenpoint Avenue. That's the hub. Yeah, that's the. So well, you get like the it drunk used to be worse guy. before everything got gentrified. But yeah. Yeah. Well, now people <laughs> coming now have more money than all of us put together. <laughs> they're not really trouble unless they're entitled. Yes. Trouble. Yes. Well, that's a different vibe. This is like. A belligerent drunk dude with a heavy accent who I think was like just going, annoying people for an hour. Fuck y'all. Yeah, just fuck them. Fuck y'all. I wasn't upstairs, but I guess after an hour, someone got fed up or several people got fed up. Yeah, fair enough. And then he woke up and then he started being a dick to me and everyone else. So fuck him. Maybe right, choked on his vomit last night. I was in bed by 9.30 last night, but you know. It, <laughs> That's cute. That's domestic. It happens sometimes, you know. It doesn't happen to me, but I'm sure it happens. It should happen to me. I need sleep always, but it doesn't happen. So yeah, we're at uh, we're we're trying to do intros because uh, Ron's here for the Glassjaw, the finishing of the Glassjaw video shoot. Yeah. Um, so we figured we'd combine things. That's why it's sort of loud. But there's a uh, there's a lot of all stars here. We're hoping maybe we get to sit down and talk. Yeah, a bunch of old the... friends being extra stupid. I mean, what's new? Nothing's new. It's just more of us than usual. And this is not... We always be in the same room every week for 10 years, but now that doesn't happen at all. So no. It's fun. It's good to see everyone. Especially on a Sunday morning. No, this is stupid. It's like literally church. <laughs> we should have went to church. We should have done this. In, we should have done the I Hate God intro in church. This is church, man. Yeah, this is our Come church. On, just man. like CB's was our church. <laughs> it was mine, I know. And I, can't, I haven't even had a drink yet, and I'm doing my intro. So I don't, there's something wrong. There's something very wrong here. They're actually struggling to get a uh, tough guy-looking tattooed people. I don't. I don't know. They definitely should have went to Mabel. I told. I told Daryl and Beck. I'm like, dude, Mabel played six blocks real estate. They're like, why the fuck didn't we know? Could have yeah. saved this whole thing. Yeah, just hand out flyers. Everybody just, show up. Yeah, or just taking crowd shots. I would open the bar. Yeah, take exactly. <laughs> <laughs> take some crowd shots. Bounce. That was a uh, when when Wreckage did the. Uh, the, the video, the live video, yeah, the video from CBS, yeah. all the bands, and they took, they took footage of Yuppieside, Yuppieside's crowd, and, and spliced it into Bad Trip's show. <laughs> yeah, well, Bad Trip fans would look like all future librarians. That's Wasn't the most much. raging audience. Yeah, I think they, yeah, they did, they did a little of it from Out of Mind. No, I, I think we, we were still, 
We were still rocking enough at that time that people got. Yeah, you had that. We were going for thing. it, but still the uh, it was still in there. It was still somewhat in Tyler there. Tyler yeah. interviewed me for that interview. He's interviewing everyone, asking real serious, hardcore questions, and he comes up to me. He's like, "Oh, I remember so that." So why yeah, did yeah. you put your house key in your dick hole? And I just looked at him, and then everyone stops and looks at me. And I'm like, "Why?" I'm like, "I don't know. I guess I was bored and experimental." I'm like, "Is it gonna be on a video about yuppicide and bad trip?" He's like, "Probably," and he walked away. <laughs> I don't think it made it. Wow. No, it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't Somehow uh, I made the editing floor. My, my wife made me recently throw that VCR tape out. <laughs> why? She's like, why do you still have this? And I was like, because... It's childhood, man. Well, I'm, I'm hoping... I mean, is it embarrassing in hindsight? No, 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 not at no, all. I it wasn't that. It fans. wasn't that. I was just like, it was a commercially released VHS tape that I'm on twice. So... And and I forgot about the Tyler interview stuff, which I don't think any of that shit's on YouTube. I mean, some of the performance stuff is, but yeah, I think it, the upside is up, if I remember right. Yeah, I'm, I think some of the Mind Over Matter and some of the Bad Trip is, but but none of the interview stuff, which was you know vintage. Yeah, it's vintage. Right. What year was that? Ninety five. Yes, maybe ninety four. But I mean, the, that's 23, 24 years ago. The the, the, the one of the fu- one funny story about that one of, one of the Beastie Boys pulled up. And like I was sitting in the van, we're out in front of CB's, and and like they they made that left off a of bleaker and onto Bowery. And I was like, "Yo, man, who's playing?" And I think somebody in the van said, "Bad Brains." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, or maybe we just said, "Yup," and they looked at us funny. Uh, one of the last CB's man days, I was walking across the street with one of my friends, and a cab pulls up. The, the light's green. The cab stops right in front of CB's and cuts us off, kind of. And MCA's like, oh, we're doing the, yo, who's playing today? He's all psyched. I don't even remember who it was. It was more of a punk show. And he's like, oh, cool, man, cool. Thanks. So I guess that's his thing. He just drives by CBs. I, that's I how guess. he kept in touch with the scene. I couldn't remember who, who, which one of the Beastie Boys. It was MCA with us. Yeah, I, yeah I, I don't even know if I could tell you. MCA is the guy who's dead, right? Yes. All right, yeah, I can. I'm not very, uh, I'm the only guy in New York. <laughs> you don't like the Beastie Boys. Who didn't, well, I didn't, not that I didn't like them. I just didn't care. But, you know. Uh, I, you can't ever say you don't like something like them, you know. It's like no, and I actually love it. So. I, mean, I, I can say that with comfort, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, it just wasn't my thing. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I think everybody's gonna be disappointed that I, my accent isn't in full effect at the moment. Yo, I had the worst intro to the Beastie Boys. <laughs> oh, oh, why? Because I haven't had a drink yet. Drink, oh, because you haven't had a drink yet, and it's, it's so early. My introduction to the Beastie Boys, I was like. Yeah, they're this punk band, but now they do hip-hop. I'm like, you know, this is like 1984. This is like a really bizarre concept at the time. Oh, yeah. And my friend plays me Cookie Puss. And I'm like, this is the worst song I've ever heard in my fucking life. Why do you like this? And then he played me the Pollywog Stew single. I'm like, oh, this is a, they're a punk band. And then, like, right after that, License Hill came out, and then they were the biggest band in, like, a month. And oh, they were yeah. amazing, but Cookie Puss is like an yeah, awful, they got popular really fast. It was like immediate. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. It was almost not as big and not as widespread, but it came out of left field the way like Nirvana did. I think you know not to not to beat a dead horse with the the uh, about the Beastie Boys, but Are you I think calling it's, MCA a dead horse. That's no, fucked oh up. no, that's really wrong. <laughs> that's <laughs> um, really fucked up. No, I was thinking I was thinking of the guy that. Uh, which one of one of them's married to uh, Kathleen Hanna? Oh, the whiny guy at Rock, I think. Is that is that who it is? Yeah, yeah. like it's. Uh, I don't like Kathleen Hanna. Yeah, it's funny. Like <laughs> he was sort of like the uh, Tom DeLonge is to Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, man, no. Yeah, that yeah. shit, right? Yeah. 
But it, like they were, they were like when they first came out, weren't they super sexist and they had like penises? Well, that's and stuff? the irony. There's videotapes of him like pouring beers over girls' heads. Yeah. And inflatable dildos. I'm and glad stuff. that they were allowed to to mature, unlike other people who aren't allowed. But, you know. And I feel like, in total defense, like of our them, president, our president's matured. You know. <laughs> I mean, the 80s were different. You could get away with stuff that was really raw and stupid. But even more than that, you watched people grow up, and hopefully you grew up with them. And by, from 84 to 87, I became a different person. Yeah. Right. The eight, 1984 people me do should that. be in I jail. Know, it's crazy. And should be institutionalized. And 1987 me was just a little crazy. And by 1990, well, I guess I'm still crazy. But, you know, I wasn't like a... You know, in that time frame, you things that were socially acceptable then are considered like... In, Literal crimes that you do hard time for now. Yeah, it was a really different culture. Oh yeah, and the Beastie Boys were wild young teenage dudes, and you know they grew and evolved in the mu- musically and mentally. And you know, I, people don't have that patience anymore. No, everything's under a microscope too much. And there's no patience to be like, hey, this dude's a kid and he's in a. I think with the, I mean, well, it depends. You know, if, if you're raping somebody, then you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you should pour beers over women's heads unless that's no, their I trip. Mean, that, that's I wrong mean, too, but it, it's far well, more, it's, it's far, far more forgivable. It's, it's far mean, more it's, forgivable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then, well, and the racist thing—that that one's hard to escape yeah. as well. But. but sex is different than that because some people are into fucked up shit, but it's got to be consensual. The whole concept is consensuality. If you're not consensual, then it's fucked up. Yeah, I think people would argue that, but they would, but they're wrong because of being in a position of power and. But if they want, well, that's true. Because consensual. I'm not trying to further someone's childhood damage. (laughs) I mean, you know, and some some women further mine, and I'm appreciative for it because I want it in that moment. But you know, it's like. In general, I get it. It's a a thin line. As we speak from a room full of dudes. Yeah. It's a sausage fest. Oh, no women involved. This is a sexist video shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think it's supposed to be taking place at a gay hardcore show. The the concept is a gay hardcore show. So I hope there's gay men here. I I know everyone here. I don't see anyone that, to my knowledge, is gay. But hey, I mean, I hope someone is. You know... Maybe I should get the uh, the drinks flown. We'll see who can get gay drunk. Yeah, it's early. I mean, <laughs> it's not even lunch. By dinner time, we might have a straight up male orgy going down. Yeah, this shit's over in a, in a, pretty soon. So, yeah. you got real things to do. <laughs> well, we, we got a show tonight. You know that. Oh, you have a show tonight. Yeah. Home Wrecker. Who? Home Wrecker. Oh, Home Wrecker's playing cool. Yeah. Who's this intro for? Uh, I don't know. I hate God. Who, who, sure, why not? Okay. Uh, we should talk about I Hate God, though. <laughs> oh, we, maybe. I don't know. I mean, we could talk about our friends. I, I want to get fucking Mike D on here or something. It's, tell, yeah. him, tell him to shut the fuck up and get on the mic. Should I, should I grab him? Yeah, so you can, uh, yeah grab yeah. him or Daryl or the, Baldwin. I don't care who you... He's telling a story. Fucking t- tell Price him on, t- Come story. on, Mike. Tell a fucking story on Mike. Yeah, but, we'll get him in one minute. Come on, Mike. Tell it on Mike. <laughs> who else we got here? We have a... Well, Beck, who's decided to bartend. I decided to bartend. That's interesting. Moment. We have Baldwin, ex-glass drawer from 8,000 years ago. Yes, yes. And I one believe of the funniest humans on this planet. Bass at one point and guitar at another point. And, yeah. Uh, glass drawer being very inclusive with their old members. Yes, this, this is like a bit of a reunion. Uh, no Todd Weinstock, though. Come on. What? Does he even know about this? Probably not. No. <laughs> he probably got better things to do. <laughs> he probably does. I just assume he does. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, everyone, I have no idea what he does in his personal time, but it's probably better than this. I, I would guess, yeah. We I mean, can get Tone, but he's too shy. Too shy? He's not shy. No, nah, he's pretty funny. But on Mike, I bet you'd freeze up. But he plays drums in Sheer Terror and um, a million other bands. Yeah, Concrete Cross. Concrete yeah. Cross and Desnile. He was with me in Death Cycle for a while. And he's does production. He's the best kid on earth. Who but that's else we a, got? That's I'm going to get Mike D. Hang on. I t- I you talk. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being forced to talk. Wait. Yo, we got oh. Mike D. Uh, uh, talk a little bit more there, Mike. Hi, hi, hi. There we go. Podcasting. Hi, Mike. What's up? So, ladies and gentlemen, Mike D. Mike D. Do we have to name the 26 bands you've been in? Or? I think it's like 33. 33? <laughs> I've only been in two of them. I'm only a small part of your life. Uh, and you're the, one of the only people I, I have tattooed on my leg. You have, right? Yeah, I'm tattooed on his leg along with Morrison. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a great company. And Voivod. Yes. I'm flattered. <laughs> and Elvis Costello. That's cool. Yeah, what story are you telling? What's good? What's up? I don't know. Nothing, man. What am I doing? You know? It's just bullshitting. All right. Like, Ron and I just embarrass ourselves, you know? Yeah, we just outed ourselves in, non, in just every dumb way. That's what we do every week. We make you be part of it. So are you doing any projects right now? Let's talk music, I guess. Let's talk music. Uh, well, I'm, I'm back in Kill Your Idols. We're doing it on a, a pretty chill level at this point, not stressing ourselves out about anything. Uh, just put out a nine-year-old recording called Faithless that me and Anthony did that Ron finally got around to doing the vocals in my wife's closet. Yeah, I sang the in the closet. It was great. The dog was barking. It was wonderful. That's right. But that, that was fun. That we was, had a uh, band, and then it broke up because him and Anthony joined Sheer Terror, that we formed Sheer Terror, and I never did the vocals. supposed to be an album. Nine years later, he's like, why don't we do that? So we did it, and it came out on tape, which is cool. I like it a lot, actually. Yeah, the, the original tracks were lost. Like the, I didn't know that. The, uh, what do you call that thing? The tape. Off the paw. Uh, what do you record on? A tape Pro Tools. Oh, Pro Tools. <laughs> the, the, all those tracks. Have like, how long gone. ago are we talking? Yeah, right. <laughs> they, 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 they were long gone, but I, I had a pretty good <clears throat> uh, wave files of rough mixes that sounded good enough, so we threw them into Anthony's Gumasikyam. And he recorded the uh, Ron's vocals over them, and it came out really good. Yeah, it's cool. Where is it available? Uh, BrainAbuseRecords.com. There you go. Or BrainAbuse.com. On cassette only. Only tapes are real. Uh, it may or may not be coming out on the vinyl. Potential on the vinyl. vinyl. Well, you have to wait a year for it to get printed. That you know. Well, you know, yeah, record, record store, store day, day and all. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so kill your idols. Is it gonna be new material, or are you just doing shows here and there? We don't know. We don't know. We we this we have ideas. But, you know, we, we were talking about it the other night, like, should there be new Kill Your Idol songs? You know, no, that's, so this, that's is like a good, this is a good debate. Good question. This is a good debate. Like, what, you know, because it's usually <laughs> relatively disappointing when old bands get back together and try and put out new material because the crowd is strictly wants to be nostalgic. Right. And the band wants to get new young fans, but that's almost impossible. So... You know, I yeah, totally it, agree. And I will take it one step further. If unless you're glass you have to just wait like fucking 50 years to, to put out records. It, <laughs> if you don't have a burning desire to feel it and need it already, and you have to question it, then I say no, honestly. 
but if the guys are sitting together like we're bubbling with ideas and there's a chemistry here, then you should. I always tell I always tell I always tell bands not to break up. For lack of a better word. I was going don't say you broke up. Because you're right. not going to break up. You're just going to, like, like, there's no money involved in any of this shit. There never has been, but I mean, it's definitely, definitely. Now you're just spending your own money doing shit. Yeah. Now you're losing money. So, so, like, don't say you're going to break up. Just do it when it's fun. And, you know, like, that's it. Because you're not going to break up. You're going to get back together. It's just, you know. Eventually, you're going to go, oh, it wasn't that bad. Let's just fucking go play shows. Right. My take is, though. And if you're lucky, like, Kill Your Idols, you'd be more popular than you were when you were together, which is cool. So, I mean,. You know. I think the take is, though, um, if you feel forced to write the new stuff, I don't think you should. But if you, if you guys have ideas and an energy and a enthusiasm for it yeah. naturally, then you, right. if it's, if you it's should. Right, if the purpose is just so that you, you feel like you're justifying playing again, right. no, then that, 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 Which is that wouldn't be the some case. That definitely would not be the case. You know, Gary had some really, really great songs in his pocket, and him and Vinny uh, sent them over to me. They recorded them one day at practice, you know, like on an iPhone or something. And they're really, really good songs, you know. Then you should. Whether or not, you know, we can come up with something lyrically relevant to being guys pushing 50 is another story. Right. You Trump, know? man. Trump's your Trump card. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, really, let's talk about that for a minute, you know. How you, you know, abuse 80s, his Twitter page? How, how, oh, my God. I joined <laughs> Twitter his... only so I could call that guy a twat. Like he every curses day. him out every day. Every day? Yeah. Every single day. You, there's got to be other people who do it as well, oh, I would guess. There's, yeah, there's the FBI has a list. It's like got to be the only list I'm not on. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't do Twitter. The 80s, we, you know, all the bands had Reagan, you know? So you would think right. that. Yeah. Am I wrong? In the 80s, all the Reagan bands. Yeah. You know, there, Trump was supposed to save been, punk. But it hasn't been a, a president that worth uh, the anger right. since then. Right. You would think that some of the hardcore punk right now should be some of the, the best lyrics that and you've ever not heard. Showing up. No, aren't they yeah, writing no songs one, about no the internet to the stuff, table? Right? <laughs> yeah, because you know there's first world problems that are so much more important than what Trump's doing. Like you know. Well, let me point this out. This is something that I always thought about back in the day. Vain where, shit. Where where I'd be like, okay, that's terrific what you're saying, but nobody's fucking listening. Who isn't already converted to your way of thinking? Right. So, so like punk rock, like the best thing I always said, you know, and it, not that I did anything special with my life, but the, the, it was just like if you really want to make a change and you're a punk rock, get go to fucking law school. Yeah. Go to law school, well, become a lawyer, way. infiltrate, infiltrate from the other side, because just screaming and yelling about shit and rolling around on the floor at ABC No Rio is not going to fucking change anything. You're just a fucking putz. But if you go to a CB show in the mid '80s, dress like a jock and sing no more like you to today, that is challenging in its own way because everyone else is on a different trip. I agree, but the world is you know? so much different now. Well, you know? that, yeah, but I'm talking about back then. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I, the first time. I was in that culture. I'm like, this is ballsy for this room because this room is indoctrinated on a self-destructive lifestyle. And even though it made me like throw up in my mouth, but the it's whole still job part small. It, it's still a subgenre. It's still totally. a subset of society. But it was challenging the room. You know, and yeah. they, the, the room wasn't oh, yeah, agreeing. Yeah. And, and I was introduced to a lot of left-wing politics by Born Against. You know, like I, yeah. I, I get that. And it's I it's, mean, conflict and crass affected me. Well, crass, yeah. But I mean, I mean that's real radicalism, not like. Well, the, and again, those are global. people who lived it. Yeah. And still live it, you know, like, which they live in a social democracy, which makes it a lot easier to fucking live it than to do it here. Definitely. So, you know, as I always say, Tell punk, me. Rock, punk rock can't exist in countries with, with uh, good social services. I've been today. chased with cops with batons. <laughs> that's that's a great a song point. about it. But I mean, I've been at protests where cops have chased me with batons. And, you know. yeah, yeah, you don't understand what I'm saying. But I totally like, understand. If you get, I if you get free health care, then fuck you. That's, no, I, uh, for your life. 
Yeah, for your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, that's a different culture. But in our culture, it's come to, a, come it's a move good to point. New York and try and be punk rock. You'll last six months. Yeah. <laughs> Six, if you're lucky. You can't afford it. No, of course you can't. You can't afford it. Right. Or you become a really, you become a drug dealer. Or, yeah, well, that, I mean, that works out, too. We, we, I know. I was going to say. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is quite a few people. I think straight-edge dudes became drug dealers. Just, it was like a financial reality. Like, hey, i got to pay this bill. <laughs> this 7-inch on blue vinyl is not paying my rent. <laughs> it's not? No, or else I'd have a house. Well, because, you know, the, the motherfuckers <laughs> selling it on eBay aren't kicking you back that 75%. Yeah, you sold it for four bucks. You know Greg Collins, right? From yeah, Radio yeah, 4 and Sleep Stores, whatever. He, uh, he's selling all his T-shirts. I saw that. And he's fucking banking. I believe it. Okay. Un- unfortunately, everything is XL because it's from the 90s. And like, Even though he's like 5'9". I know. I was like, <laughs> oh, I, was like I saw that Wreckage shirt. I was like, oh, man, I want that. He's like, it's XL. Like, I can't wear that. Like, this podcast is about I Hate God, by the way. That's what we Oh, really? So if you have anything to say about I Hate God, you should know. I, I love that band. Fucking yeah. crushing. Great band. Great crushing. band. And Mike's in good health these very, days. Uh, oh, that's good. Which is cool. Yeah. He's a great dude. They're very, uh, they're very Southern. Incredibly, incredibly nice. Really? And but, really funny. Yeah, they talked a lot of shit, actually. This <laughs> yeah. is a good one. And they talked they're witty talk- dudes. They're legitimate witty dudes. And they, I mean, they play here like every four months, it seems like. Yeah. But they're fucking... They still, still sell out. They sell every time. And, and I, I got to say, they, they can play... A bigger place, but they always come back here. So, I think it's because we pay them the best. Yeah, (laughs) not for nothing. Not not to blow smoke up your ass or anything, but this is the best venue in New York City. Oh, thank you. Hands down, the sound, the vibe, everything. I like to think of it as the best venue of any place that I've played (laughs) and that I've come to shows to see. You know, in the last decade, this is. This is hands down the. It saved New York. There's a lot of places that That's I won't lot, go to a show. It did though. It, this yeah. club saved New York. New yeah. York. I mean, there were tons of cool clubs, but they had short. Well, I mean, that's that's know? the New York thing, isn't it? I mean, even for us, like in Staten Island, Long Island, whatever, yeah. like every place lasted. If for any place that lasted more than six months, became legendary. Yeah. You know, like the PWAC. Like how long was the PWAC like, around? Not that long. Two years tops. Yeah, but it made it past. The, every place that came in after the PWAC closed within yeah. weeks. I mean, like instantly. Yeah, it was yeah. like two shows. Days are one the only one with staying power. But that's because they didn't do it that often. Yeah, I feel, and also that was a standalone building where they really yeah. weren't bothering anybody. They had their own. Well, but it, was it sounded fucking terrible. It was legal. So for one it, thing. It's that big open room. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. awful. Well, the PWAC had its moments too, but because that's a real big room. But, I mean, but the back room so of PWAC was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that I'm, was like the DIY listen. Room, I think any any DIY, small room is really the way to do it. Yeah. It's like the you know, it's super fun. I, like I, I was really. I'm proud of like all the bands that we've gotten to play here, like big ones and small ones. You know, it's like Hell like yeah. sure Glassjaw. It was fucking incredible, and I only had to ask for five years. You know, <laughs> that's reasonable. Snapcase too. I only, I've only been asking for five years. They finally fucking five years to get Snapcase. Well, they just they don't do much. They're I mean, just kind of yeah. hanging around. So you had to coerce them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. Can, can I say something it's... unpopular? Please. Is that okay? There's two bands. Uh oh. Shit talking. That Mike I don't. It's not even really shit talking. I mean, it might be. I don't know them. They might be sweet boys, but there's two bands that when people say they like them, I don't believe them that they like them. And that's Snapcase and Stripe. Snapcase and, and Bold. Okay, three bands. <laughs> what, what, wait, who? Snapcase I said and... Snapcase and Stripe, and he said, okay, three, and he added Bold. Bold. Like, when people say that they're, they're psyched, like, oh, I listened to Snapcase. I'm like, no, you didn't. You really didn't listen to them. Come on. 
No, you don't. You don't love bold. No one loves bold. People do that to me though, because I love Chain of Strength, and you're like, you don't love. I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Do you? I I do actually. See, all right. I'm I mean, technically, I don't like any of them, but like. <laughs> But I mean, that's just that just means that I have different taste. That's all. Yeah. And by the way, when Snapcase plays there, all three of those bands would have played here. So. <laughs> and they'll sell out. In what, what I find funny about Strife is that the singer's not straight edge anymore. And if I, not only is he not straight edge, he was like fucking blitzed, and like real <laughs> fucking drunk, like full on. Like I thought he was gonna pull some Gigi Allen shit on stage. Like, he's, <laughs> that would have been great. He's fucking yeah. I mean, you would have liked it I more. Mean, I would have huh? become converted. Um, but There's just some bands I don't I don't get, and I, I never. But, got, and, uh, you know, some bands that I don't like, I get, okay, I don't like this band, but I get why all these people like this band. Right. But then totally. the bands that are like, I don't like this, and I just don't understand why. Well, I think, I think a lot of that stuff is a timing and nostalgia thing for most people. You know, it's like it reminds them of a certain time of their, when their brains were developing and they were like, you know. For better or for worse. It's and also initial exposure. Right. Yeah. You what know? was the first thing you heard? Like, somebody's right. first hardcore band could have been bold, and he was like, oh, man, this is fucking changed no, my life. No, that's true. And not to take anything away from them, like I said, I have nothing personal with any of these guys. I just, I've never liked them. I, play, I played in bands with two of the members. So yeah. <laughs> do you like them as people? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> Actually, we're doing a bunch of shows with uh, Fireburn, Burt Fold City or whatever it is. It's one of the Strife guys. Those Fireburn shows is Kill Your Idols. Oh, that's Fireburn and Burt Nernie. See, Fireburn did it right, man. Burt Nernie, that's a good band. That shit's good. I think Fireburn is saving hardcore in 2018. There's a big statement, but I I mean. I think they're saving the old guard of hardcore. Yeah, I mean, I think they're just. I don't think the new kids need Fireburn, but I think the older guys need a new band. Because I I don't think the newer people want to hear it. They don't react well to younger kids doing it. And, and okay, so, so yeah, this is this is well, this is just an observation on the scene. This is this is getting good now. The, the, yeah. I've always said that hardcore is the type of genre where you go backwards, oh, yeah. right? And then you have the you have the bands from that era. You go backwards, but you very rarely stay in it long enough to keep up with anything new. So like you have your band. We have them all the time. We have these bands. That'll like this, like a lot of the early tw- two thousand screamo shit, like City of Caterpillar, who I've brought up before, and who sold yeah. out two nights like over. And- I was like, who the fuck is City of Caterpillar? Yeah. I never heard of them, you know. But I was gone by then. Right. I was out. So you know, uh, Suicide File uh, is another band. Um, yeah, it was they fucking <clears throat> like we were about to have. I almost booked Thoughts of Ionesco, right? Thoughts of Ionesco. Who the fuck, right? God. Like so, like a lot of this it shit. Insane to me. Like I have a cutoff point at yeah. which I don't care. I don't care anymore because my musical interests had developed way beyond that sort of scene but there were kids behind me who that's where they started and they all go backwards well you're born against is their city of Caterpillar. right exactly exactly and but they'll go backwards but Oof. they won't necessarily keep in the, like it, because it's a youth culture you get out of it not us but you know yeah. uh, i mean right. <laughs> yeah but musically on, 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 on a taste level oh happy birthday ron yeah. no. today. fuck that yeah my shit birthday. fuck you happy birthday thank you i didn't even get like peed on or anything <laughs> <laughs> terrible birthday so yeah uh we'll, we'll just skip by that comment continue <laughs> no it's uh it, it it i've always found it's just it's a youth culture you know so like when 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 you get into it, you get into it, and it, but that's usually like a cutoff point. And you know, there's just so few people who who are able to sit there and listen. To, like whenever I hear these bands, I just like this sound. I just name off the eight bands that it sounds like. Right. 
like a right. dick, like an old dick. So they take that to the modern who's era. not fun take at all. Take that to the modern era of bands like Off and Fireburn. Old school guys doing doing a reincarnation of their old and the doing, old but doing it well. And they're the, and it's it's them legitimately. Yeah, yeah. I I, I back oh, yeah. that. And you could see it. you could you could see it and you could hear it that they they're feeling every fucking. Well, note, that's every the difference beat. because a lot right. of old and bands then, get and together and they're let's, old. Let's and they're talk about Youth Today. Okay. You know I love talking about Youth of Today. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> love them all. Yeah. Fantastic. But I really? love Youth of Today. Like, I mean, you're right. But, well, you know, <laughs> it's the fucking oldie circuit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like seriously, like it's it's like but Johnny Math is playing it? at Westbury Music Fair. You know what I mean? Like, I, but do you think <laughs> as a band they're feeling it, or you think they're cashing out, or both? I mean, no one's fucking cashing in. Let's be realistic here. But I mean, but at you the same, I, mean. I, I know what you mean. What what you mean is if you take I've said this before. If you take the paycheck out of it, they're not fucking doing it. Okay, like like yeah. I do tons of reunions with my old bands. They usually. Benefit. Shows. I would say you do benefit. Right. Like, like, and, and and we're not nearly as popular as any of that stuff. But, but like, you know, there's no there's no paycheck unless you open for Glass Show. They pay great, by the way. <laughs> Fantastic, biggest paycheck I ever got playing live. Thank you, Beck. For um, real. Yeah. And, um, no, shout out to Beck. I, I would say Porcel is really down. You know, oh, totally. Last, dude. Time, last time I spoke to him He's, was at Jesus yeah. Christ when she attacked. Porcel's and a psyched on life. TNT. <laughs> yeah, and he was just so like, wow, right. I was I mean, like, yeah, I really had to. I think those guys are psyched that the yoga thing took off because or else they probably wouldn't have had careers, <laughs> you know. But I mean, seriously. The last time I had spoken <laughs> to him before that TNT thing was when we toured with them. That was the last time I had really had any conversation with any of those dudes. The, what was that? Twenty something years ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago. And uh, but he was still, you know. I was like, oh, I don't know if you can remember. He's like, hell yeah. He's like, Harry Ball, give me this big hug. And it's like, it was cool, you know. Yeah, and he was yeah, yeah. psyched. And you could tell when he's playing, he's psyched. You know, I haven't seen any of the youth today reunions, I can't say. But I know the judge. He's like constantly on it. Yeah, youth today judge. Uh, like, it fucking, he's all over the place. Yeah. he's And he's just psyched. And all those bands get paid. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You don't think he would do it though if he wasn't getting paid? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe. He, I don't know. He I combines think... yoga classes with the touring thing, so you know. I think, but that's I think Ray smart. does that too. I think that's Walter smart... is psyched. He doesn't need that shit. Oh, yeah. dude, Walter. I've already. I've had this conversation with Walter. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me. He's psyched. Yeah, he's totally psyched. I'll do it till I fucking die, or I can't anymore. Just like. See, that's great to me. Yeah, I don't that's know. legit. Sure. He's not there for the paycheck. But you think? He's but the if it didn't to the exist, rule. everybody's got overhead, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, but that's the difference between We're not twenty doing years old getting in a fucking a van. Like, no. I mean, look, I, look, I don't yeah, think I, mean, the, I don't think the paycheck is big enough to do something that you're not interested in doing. You know what right. I mean? Like, but it no, can no, coerce like, you into something. It, sure, or make it a lot more. Oh tempting. hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I just did two aerotype shows in California. You think I made money? No. You think I lost money? Yep. Yeah, I mean, if there's a decent, if a decent looking girl wants to have sex with me, and I'm like, yeah, probably, but she says I'm also going to give you five hundred dollars. Like, I'll be like, oh, let's go. Like, you know. Okay, out of left field, Ron Grimaldi. <laughs> Thank you. That's my analogy. So, uh, I actually, Stand bring by that. Um, so Mike D and I, uh, we toured together in 1994. Yeah, in Europe. The in Europe in Europe, yes. Yeah. It was. Uh, that was my second time there. I believe it was your guys' first time there. No, we, we were there in 92. Oh, so 92. Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's how old, yeah. yeah. Wow. So it was with yeah. a, a band called Sleeper. 
who uh, John Lisa later later sold their name. Yes, <laughs> it's name sold the whole nine yards. Yeah, became Serpico um, from Staten Island, the mighty Staten Island. Hey. But yeah, we we. Uh, that was actually I don't know why that tour that tour was super fun. That it was, was like, a great tour. That was a huge bonding tour for us. Yeah, too. like we like we you know we had when I found out how much your drummer loved, loved Mary Stuart Masterson as much as me. Yes. <laughs> That's like, not MSM. We we got in the same room and all of a sudden we were like best friends. Yeah, you know it, it was you instant know, Artie, connection. One one night in particular, I remember the first night we did that tour, Artie and I stayed up. So like five in the morning, talking about Merciful Fate and Boiler. Like, oh yeah. And then the last night yeah. of that tour, we did "Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You," and Artie sang it with us in Berlin. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I wish probably, that was on video. Just, just that would be awful. The reaching. You just. You said you wanted a beer. Yeah. yeah, just the reaching. See we the had so see many the silver names for that tour too. To the right. Yeah. The our, our merch is worse than your merch tour. Oh yeah. <laughs> The, the sorry, sick of it all is here next week. Tour. Oh my god, that's my favorite. I don't understand this. Sick of it all plays here, and for, it's sold out. You play here, no one. <laughs> Yuppie side here, 800 people. You play, no one. <laughs> and, uh, the only place in the world, Yuppie side, man. If I could, that's a good feeling. Fucking Germany. You ever legitimately draw 800 people? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We, they play these Jugend Centrums. We, I remember going into these Jugend Centrums, and there'd be pictures of them on the wall and shit, like. And with Jesse in full makeup, and it's like it was crazy. Actually, Bad Trip, the first time I went over with Bad Trip, we sold out almost all the shows we played. Wow! And that was really good. It got how big were the rooms? It got so less after that, but how big um, were the rooms? I think the biggest one we played was 500 people. That's crazy. Yeah, well, especially when you think back then, where you know it was like a lot harder to get records and yeah, to, was, I mean, to be it was into a it. Small underground, totally DIY hardcore. But these community. these kids no were internet. like they were about. Eight to ten years behind, yeah, and right. so like you know they they wanted they didn't get to see you to today's last shows and Gorilla Biscuits last shows, and we were sort of the next wave, right? And but musically we were way fucking different. So it was oh, like yeah. it was a it was a weird time, but they were so hungry for it and they were young and into it. You know, I was like play places like Castle Limenhausen where they're fucking. But those are the best crowds to play in front of. Yeah, appreciative crowds, not jaded crowds. Oh, completely appreciative. And they want, all wanted a fucking party, which I was into. So, you know. There, there, there were a couple of venues where you would stay in the actual venue. You, know, you they sleep like on the stage and sometimes. And, uh, and there would always be, you know, the, some of the original Punishers, as much as I love them, are from <laughs> over there. Because <laughs> totally. you just played a show. It's like 2.30 in the morning. You're and, they're like, and they're like, come on, dance, dance, party, party. And we're like, oh, my God, I just want to go to bed. Do you want to go to the techno disco? <laughs> are you for disco? <laughs> But yeah, you know, Artie Philly was with us on that tour, if I remember correctly. Yes. Well, he was on, was on every tour with us. Yeah, Artie it, Philly, one of my one of my my favorite memories of Artie. Oh God, which, which one are we going here? I have a memory. Does it tell them on air? Porn magazines are like, domesticated. Yes. Do you remember when they pulled <laughs> us aside in Berlin, and that was one of the venues where you stayed? It was like a commune. It was a great place, and uh, they took us all aside, like right before, like they were gonna feed us. They're like, we just want you to know, this is a a very feminist backed place and there are many porno shops so if you go to the porno shop you cannot eat you cannot play you cannot sleep we were like all right and then like hours later after the show already brings like this like insane like s&m magazine out we're like whoa it's like ah. you know he's left <laughs> i think i think that happened to me at the chameleon club too 
Uh, it did, right? Yeah, like, we, right? we were together. Yeah. At the community club at that place across the street. Um, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, by the way. It was yeah. fallacy. It was fallacy. Don't matter. Yeah. And we went over there and already picked up this magazine because there was so many creeps in there. And so there was a total quiet, wank shop. Up. Like they had the wank yep. booths and shit. Artie's yeah. like, hey guys, look, yeah. fuckers number four finally came out. <laughs> and like all these guys are like, they don't know what to do with themselves. Like, oh my God, this is so fucking weird. <laughs> and, and I remember someone had changed the sign in the back of the store. It's, it was supposed to say, like, if you see anything weird, like, tell the clerk at the front, but someone changed it to the jerk at the front. So, like, if you see anyone doing something wrong, make sure to tell the jerk at the front. But, yeah, already made it really uncomfortable for all the weirdos. <laughs> and I think we, I think there was a threat that we weren't going to be allowed to play or something. I don't, I don't know. It's like, Jesus, what, what's everybody thinking about here? Let's get our priorities straight. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Anyway, yeah, terrific. Tell that story about Sleeper selling the name. I want, I'm okay. Um, so, so just a, a little, ba- little bit of backstory. The, 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 uh, so there was a band in the UK called Sleeper, uh, which was uh, a girl singer band. Uh, they had a song called In Betweener that was a big, kind of a big hit. They're well known in, in the Britpop oh, scene. Him? Yeah, I know song. So, so uh, the they basically um, uh, they had manufactured all the records. Yep. Uh, through the American label. So they had like 100,000 CDs sitting in a warehouse, but they weren't allowed to use the name because Sleeper from Staten Island had already put out a bunch of records and had the name. And in fact, did John Lisa copyright like Sleeper, Sleeper UK? There there was some kind of weird thing that he did where he had some kind of, it wasn't like an actual copyright or anything, but it was some kind of letter um, that was... Stamped and, and postdated to like way before this other band existed, right? Yeah, and um, and and that kind of that gave the us the okay right. to to cease and desist their record. Now, the, the the way we found out about it is we had a friend, um, I don't remember her name. It's been twenty something years, but uh, she worked for BMG, and we were like, we were like the subject of like a big meeting at BMG because BMG was putting out that record. And that's where where it all started to go down, and and we wound up. Getting, and, and your price went up. I, I guess you know I, I don't know what the negotiation was, but I got a check for like twenty four grand, and I Jesus. lived off of it because I was on tour. All yeah, the I think John. John, I remember John told me it was a hundred thousand dollar settlement, something like that. Yeah. So and I that's what year? Ninety five. That's a ton of money for back then. Oh yeah, but that was pretty common. Pacifier, our friends from Long Island, sold their name to a mm-hmm. major label. They, you know, local hardcore band that, and then a major label band. I don't know what the settlement was, but you know, they got their share. It's a, it's interesting because like I now think it was it, a little small on yours, but it was not. I mean, we bought we bought some new gear because we had some just shit gear at the time. We bought new gear, and because we toured for so for so, we we would go out on tour for a month to, you know, seven weeks at a time. You know, my comic book store gig wasn't going to pay the rent with me taking off six months a year. So that's how I was paying rent and stuff. And then I don't know where the rest of that God, I hope some stupid new band takes my... One of my band names. <laughs> it doesn't work. I might have a future. It doesn't after work all. anymore. If you sell your band anymore. name, invest. 
That's all I can tell it, you. Well, it doesn't. It does, but it doesn't count anymore. If you go on Spotify, like the uh, there's twelve bands. You we'll go to get, like a metal band. band with oh, a forget it. Name there's like thirty. Well, just it's look at discogs. If you look up a name, it'll say you know like twelve. Cousin fucker one. Cousin yeah. fucker two. Cousin fucker sixteen. Like there's so many. I don't know. If there's so, so, many cousin, so many cousin fuckers. I was there almost a real cousin almost, fucker. There's once. almost too many cousin fuckers. I was almost a real cousin fucker once, but it didn't work out. All right, back to the band. That, that, so that, that's the story. Yeah, so close. It's an anticlimax. It's a crazy it's story. Though, like, it, it, what, what's funny is when you say, like, oh, yeah, we spent, oh, I spent all my money paying rent when I was t- going on tour, and I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah, that's why I said, you know. You should have invested in Apple. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't move out. Buy stocks. Yeah, seriously. You know, I lived with Brian Cavallone. Well, Bricks. I lived with Bricks Avalon at the time, formerly Brian Cavallone. We had this out of the we had this, we had this two, we had this two-floor apartment on, on Clove Road, uh, and it was kind of like, that was a great place. We used to call it the hardcore Is it before home. CR or during? This was during. Okay. Uh, it was kind of like the epicenter, like, all of our friends, we would do something called Monday Night Mayhem. And all of our friends from Jersey, Queens, Long Island, uh, Staten Island, Brooklyn, they would all come to our house. Uh, I mean, it was really a small apartment, too, but everyone would come and gather at our place. And everyone who wanted to, like, listen to records and watch, you know, Youth Today and Straight Ahead videos would hang out in my room. And everyone else would go upstairs. And we had this giant roll of paper that we would spread out because Joe Sims, rest in peace, lived with us as well. He was a pretty well-known graffiti artist. And all the other dudes would go upstairs and, and do graffiti, like Grasper and all those guys would come and, and they would all Gasper do graffiti would be upstairs. would be uh, Tommy Cargan. Can I say that even? Yeah, sure. I don't know. He's already been arrested for I it. Was like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Statue of limitations has to be over on this <laughs> shit. Right? Not not Grasper, the one you're looking for. Yeah, no, no. The guy totally who only one. does canvases. Well, Freddie, he's in Freddie Alba's book, so I think it's... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah that Grasper, motherfucker. I think I set that up. <laughs> Freddie. Uh, that book just sold out. Great book. Cool. It's cool. I, I like the book. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sorry. I got stuck on Cousin Fucker. I'm still. Yeah. yeah. I'm remembering this. Jesus you, Christ. You derailed us with Cousin Fucker. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, it, I derailed myself. First, first band that writes. Out of the conversation. First band that writes me with the name, hey, we're Cousin Fucker from, from Wisconsin. We want to. That's, coming our, on that's, tour. Our, that's our sleeper. That's our pacifier. <laughs> cousin Fucker. Mike gets 50%. You're we get fucked. 25 You can't use that goddamn name. Yeah, that's fine. That'll work. Uh, dude, I'll, I'm willing to share. It's all good. <laughs> totally. Till the, the, the lawyers family. get involved, you know. I try right. to share in the family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cousin fucker. Anyway, yeah. So uh, I won't name him. <laughs> we can wrap this up. The, is this uh, what podcasting is? I don't yes, it is. Yeah, I didn't know what a podcast it's, really was. It's really shitty radio. <laughs> No, this is cool. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was fun. Thanks for sitting down with us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, you know, share some wonderful stories. Share your love of I, I Hate God, who love you will them. be hearing from Huge. and their, their funny Louisiana accents. Yeah. You know, you, you, you fucking X-Hoarder played here. They were and, amazing. Yeah, they Total fucking... They were amazing. They, like, I went both nights. If I closed my eyes, I would have thought I was talking to Jimmy Bauer. I was oh, talking yeah. to Vinny. And, like, like, same accent, same, like, the, just really... The draw. Like, and just, like, so nice. So fucking, I was like, dude, is anybody from Louisiana shitty? I mean, I know they're shitty people, but <laughs> there's like serial killers and weirdos down there. But you know, it's, None it's, of them involved in hardcore shitty? punk rock or metal. Let's get a new debate. Are serial killers shitty? Or are they just... <laughs> <laughs> I guess they you know, are. You know, Do you watch people... The Killing by any chance? Unrelated? No. no, no. It's on Netflix. Fantastic. Not really serial killer, I guess, but... 
still fantastic. Mind Mindhunter though. Did you watch Mindhunter? Oh yeah, watch. Yeah, that watch I thought was speaking of serial killers. Yeah, that one I thought was brilliant. I heard that was great, but I'm I a, never saw I'm it. A, I'm a binge watcher. Everyone's eating but me. What the fuck? Well, they because they're sitting around and they're hungry. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? I'm not a kid, but I'm hungry. So back to Iron God. Uh, it was <laughs> I'm gonna great. Go, I'm going to go that make a wee. What the hell is that thing? I hate God interview was awesome and. uh yeah. See them when they come through. I think they're working on a new record slowly and uh, keep supporting everything some, they yeah, do. All the other projects. Some classic Southern shit talking on this one. So. Yeah, enjoy, man. Yeah, bro. Ah, quickness. Yeah, he's, he's on quickness. the quickness record. We text pictures of speaking back Yes. All right, we're back in business. We're alive. Did all of that got even? <laughs> that all got erased. <laughs> man, y'all fucking missed out, man. Yeah, missed yeah. twelve minutes of the best podcast ever. <laughs> so let's recap. You boys, <laughs> your boys, cookie sucks. The Cro-Mags eat good. Um, Pantera fans and white zombie fans hated and, you. Yeah, and, black label and and COC. Yeah. Mike isn't fifty. Yeah. No. He likes chicks. I'm twenty-three. <laughs> we all thought we'd be dead by twenty-five. Yeah. You like girls? <laughs> just started to. I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cute. Huh? Just started. They're nice, huh? They smell good. We all decided Pretty. Run, running on tour is stupid. They're real soft. Yeah, yeah running on tour is stupid. Waking drinking, up. drinking Budweiser's cool. Uh, How was your New Year's, man? <laughs> weird. <laughs> that sounds like a story. Extremely weird. We played Pops in St. Louis, man. And Sage, Illinois, or Sajit, or whatever the fuck. Is that well, on this tour you're on now? Yeah. It's right all, across the river from St. Louis, apparently. Okay. We're all hanging out by the merch booth and, you know, having a good time or whatever. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm in somebody's car going to their fucking hotel till 8 in the morning, fucking... <laughs> Yeah, so you know, you know how that weird. ends. Weird. Sounds like rock and roll, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a good way to bring in the new year. Yeah, I didn't bad. do anything bad. I just no. made myself feel bad. That's all. <laughs> we want, put it this way: we all woke up depressed. Yeah, yeah. But that's nothing new. So. But 2018, here we are. Yay! Another year alive. Yay! <laughs> we drove here from Detroit. Yeah. So what? What was that? Twelve? No. No. Ten, nine. Damn, ten. you guys are fast. No, it, night, it, it was more. It was Zach said you left 12. at 1 a.m. And he said they hit an ice storm. Yeah, yeah so I, it I took us 13, 13 hours to get here. So Fucking ice storm, that must have sucked. Well, we made I it, slept though, through it, I don't know. I did, too. I slept. <laughs> <laughs> We're dicks. <laughs> the rock star life, you sleep while he suffers. You guys are, you guys are, 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 are We you, love it. The rest of that tour, the Black Label COC tour, those guys are on, in buses, right? Yeah. They're in buses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. We're the sprinter is it for buses. Is it like one of those fifteen-hour drives a night thing? Or well, they, I mean, I tour all the time in buses with Superjoint, with Down, yeah, yeah. and all that. I mean, you know, you just basically get in your bunk, you wake up, you're there. So no, but I mean, like, like when you're the, the band band on the yeah. on the bus tour, and you like, you know, the bus driver does the overnight drive. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you don't really have a choice. You know? No, right. We, we pretty much get hotels every night and and try and rest as much as we can. You know, so yeah. I mean, we could have took today off. Today was a day off, but we decided to, to play, play two shows. At Saint, yeah. We decided to play two sh- fucking shows at St. Vitus. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're completely insane. <laughs> the word regret will come to <laughs> By 10 o'clock, for sure. Right, right before you go on stage. So let's talk about something that's of real importance here. What's up with the name change on God Bless Deli, man? You noticed that. Across I just noticed it. 
Okay. No, so, I so I just want to point out that their yeah, these guys are here so much that they notice that shit. Delhi. Yeah, definitely, man. Oh, I just noticed favorite. it myself. So for that, well, for a touring band to notice that is ridiculous. That place is no, lo- it's great. That place is the local. We eat there right every now. time we're here. Is it? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's homeless shelters the and halfway houses. This, place, this whole corner is covered with that. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I shouldn't tell you this, but you could probably buy opioids there. Oh yeah. It's right. a it's a fun corner just to watch. There's I, like as soon ten as we fights a day. Up, I yeah. It kind of reminds me of the deli across from CB's back in the eighties. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Just like a fight every hour, but and there's no bulletproof glass. There's no and there's no skinheads anymore. But that's it. That's a, a did they that's do that in, in Louisiana. They, they had like a liquor store. Yeah, yeah, oh, of yeah. course. Shit where they put the bulletproof of course, glass. yeah. Like Church's yeah. chicken will have fucking. You can buy <laughs> you can buy. Seriously, that's when you know you're in a shitty neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Single cigarettes for a quarter, you know. Oh yeah, fucking Lucy's. Well, anyway, God bless. Lucy's yeah. exactly. God bless makes a damn Eric good died for egg that and shit. cheese. Egg. Right. So, so Jimmy, you're a fan of the uh, the New York egg bacon egg and cheese. Oh, it's the best. It's Something so simple yet so good. It is, and it's weird. Like I didn't yeah. know. I grew up on Long Island, so Ron, and I didn't know that that was something. That I'm not a fucking <coughs> boring vegan like him. So. Well, I wasn't growing up, so I remember what it tastes like. I, I used to eat glorious. it every day. When I, when I lived in Brooklyn thing. in 93 to 90-something, I, I fell in love with those sandwiches, man. I I'm up here for a girl. you up here for a girl. I moved here for a girl, yep. I thought it was maybe when you were working at Melania. I did work there then. Oh, okay. I also worked at Forbidden Planet, the comic book store in the city. I didn't know city. you worked there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, crazy. I didn't know that. M- moved here for a lady. Yeah. Metal Maniacs around in the early 90s. Moved for yeah. a yeah, yeah. lady. <laughs> they just like hired me because I was a fan. And oh, yeah? yeah cool. Mike slid into town and he <laughs> got real lazy. Fucking Merle. Word <laughs> forbidden planet. <laughs> what a weird dude. <laughs> Sashay. You worked at the big Yeah, man. Yeah, that's what we yeah. said. Miss that. He's probably lying. I work. I, don't, I totally work there. He's probably I mean. lying his fucking ass off. Where did you live in Brooklyn? Uh, we, uh, well, um, uh, the Grand Army Plaza. Grand Army Plaza. Okay. Stop. I don't know what that's called. It's uh, Sterling Place was the street. Right. So and then like then we moved to like Fort Greene, right. kind of right downtown. Yeah. yeah, but but down a little, you know. Mm-hmm. Fort so, Greene's yeah. a really nice neighborhood. It yeah, didn't used to be. Uh, I used to get oh, chased. I got chased a couple times so getting many, off the subway. There's a ton of uh, housing projects there. Yeah. yeah. They're all still there, but like, all those brownstones uh, are really yeah. beautiful. Well, I got arrested say once how, for... Uh, say that, Hubbard. What's happening, man? Hi, Jimmy. <laughs> We're doing a podcast about egg and cheese sandwiches. It's what pretty sick, doing? man. It's <laughs> pretty cheap shit. <laughs> He's stupid. Bunch of, bunch of hicks from the South talking about yeah. egg and cheese. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> I am gonna go hunt some fucking pigs down during the set, in between sets. <laughs> was that your Creole accent? Yeah, my lame attempt at one. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, thirty years. What yeah. The fuck? Yeah. How old were you guys when the band started? Like, I fuck, just did the know. math. You were twenty. <laughs> I was uh, nineteen, I guess. Yeah. Wow. And you guys knew? Yeah. How did you guys? You guys go to high school together? Or no, I met, I met we Mike. went to the same school, but I didn't know him at that school. We just knew the same people. Yeah. He was in a band called Blatant Frustration. I was in a band called uh, Suffocation by Filth. He turned me <laughs> so on. So that was a hardcore band, and that was a crust band. Well, that, didn't, that word didn't exist back then. Oh, yeah. It was just another hardcore band. But we did Sodom covers. And nice. Oh, wow. Off in the we did Sodom. Uh, 
Outbreak of Evil. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. We did a Bad Brains cover and a Discharge cover, and then all the rest was originals. But he, his band played with us a couple times. But yeah, not Mike, Shell Shock. Talking about another band. No, no, Blade, no Blade Blade Frustration. Okay. Mike turned me on to Trouble in the Melvin. So, you know, it's like after I heard, and then we went on that tour with Shell Shock together, and he was yeah, merch. I was like the merch dude the whole time. We were talking about man, what you know, what how cool would it be to have like a band like Trouble with like hardcore vocals, you know, or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh. That was and like he, 85 or something, yeah. 86. And finally got it together, you know. By 88, just, we had something. Well, there was a singer before me that was because yeah. I was in another band. I was in a band called Crawl Space. But it wasn't really a band then. So, no, it was kind of know. just something. But yeah. then it got serious all of a sudden. Yeah, you know. Joey, just, I joined, then Joey joined, yeah. and then Mark Schultz, and uh, became serious. Yeah, I mean, it's just a piece, some piece of shit hobby we just started taking serious. Yeah. <laughs> Still doing it. I remember when the first record came out because uh, I didn't know who you guys were at all. I think you did like, an interview with Maxim Rock and Roll. And you, re- you listed all these influences like that, stuff like Trouble and yeah, probably yeah. like St. Vitus and stuff, um, yeah. along with all classic hardcore and punk stuff. And I was like, man, no one's doing that. Right. It's interesting. I was like, I got to hear this band because well, we it, it, it's like my favorite stuff, but Rich they're Wonder combining General it. And yeah. Discharge. And nobody was combining shit like that then. That Negative was like an approach. unheard of concept. Yeah. When we, when we interviewed Kirk, uh, he was talking about... Yeah, right. Crowbar? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sort of influenced uh, the slowdown thing. Yeah. With, with a lot of you guys. And it was like, he name-checked like Winter... And Winter yeah. was one of them. Yeah. Like which which the, the slope the Celtic like, Frost. Yeah. Yeah. What's you know, uh, what's a uh, workers of Winter the world is, unite uh, uh, nightstick. Winter man. is just <laughs> Celtic Frost slowed down. So yeah, well yeah, real <laughs> slow. Half speed. We used to see Winter play. All I grew see, up with I, those guys. See, I, I used to know John from Winter. Um, I still talk to him all the time. From man. my ex from here. Yeah, she was yeah. high with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in the Slugs with Kirk and I got at the same time, and I was playing drums and and Kirk Kirk was more into. The, the metal side carnivore of the you know like okay oh, yeah, yeah he brought up carnivore he told yeah, me he yeah. told me he took ad, he cuz I, I kept saying dude let your feedback go let your feedback. he's like fuck no man you know and and then he called me then one day and he's like man i took acid last night and listened to carnivore i get it you know so <laughs> that but, that made him break through yeah but i was more into like the melvins and type stuff like that so that's why i literally learned how to play guitar just to do this you know why well, i only got four strings <laughs> you know, and, and and it just evolved because the idea that we had for a band to me was a lot cooler than what me and Kirk had. You know, Which, it's more unique for sure. Yeah, you know, both bands. Well, you know, both bands were unique in their own way. We just had we had other influences too, like SPK, and for me, like Throbbing Gristle and stuff. And then like when Joey joined, that was like part of the, no- the noise aspect of Yeah, I Hate God with the feedback and some of the records with the noise shit. You know. The bands that kind of follow your path just seem to listen to you and Sabbath, but they're missing that dirtier, uglier, pissed-off vibe that you can't fake. Yeah, right, I think it's a hardcore thing. That, yeah, totally, it's a, it's totally. A grimy it's a, punk it's a, that's thing. a matter of age, too, right yeah, there. Yeah, it's know? our it's generation. Like, of, I grew up same as, like, you know, I was 15 going to hardcore shows, you know, punk shows. Ended up in the 80s listening to Exodus and Slayer and all that shit, you know? Yeah, Totally. So, I think we sound now we sound more like Black Flag than any Black Flag. That's a it's major, like later, obviously Black a major Bluesy influence. Flag, yeah, it's like a later know? bluesier yeah. Black Flag, but with angrier vocals. Which is great, great, great in my. And we love the blues man. too. We listen to yeah. a lot of fucking 
Sun House. The vibe yeah. is blues, even Look, as yeah, heavy as it is, you know? Yeah. Light and hop. I'm, I'm a big country music fan, man, and, and that's where those, like, bluesy-type riffs would come from, you know? That and Skinner. And I remember... Skinner's I, an influence, for I sure. I remember going and being on the phone, you going, stop writing all them southern rock riffs, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what... I don't think that happened, but... <laughs> Is, is that southern influence. It was yeah, really yeah. One of the first to, to do that and, and incorporate it into, like, you know, there, there was nobody really, I mean, there's, there's later on stuff or more poppy shit like the uh, Pepper version of COC. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that, which was obviously more, you know. Well, when we started, there was like, yeah, more that's more hard rock, rock straight. Right, you know, right, right. I mean, there was yeah, like, 90s, that was pop. <laughs> there, when we started, there was like, there was Grief in Boston, 13 in Brooklyn, Buzz, Buzz Oven, Oven yep. and Cavity in Florida. And yeah. Neurosis was starting to slow down. Yeah. And that was basically it. I mean, I didn't know. There's probably other bands I'm forgetting, but those were some of the main ones. So we you would know? just play with those bands, you know, and we did a lot we, of touring. We would write Buzz each Oven. other and, you know, travel and, you know, just big Buzz overcame. Oven just here. Yeah, how yeah, was it? yeah, how was that? It was great. It was, it was good. Great. That's yeah. good. It's good to see them jamming again. I hope man. he, yeah, I hope that's getting together. With he them seems like he's in a pretty good place. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Totally. First yeah. time I had talked to him in years. I mean, I used to be real tight with him, but I hadn't seen him in so fucking yeah, long. Yeah. We love Kirk, man. He's been through his, he's been through his uh, stages, you know. But yeah, we always, did two always, tours with them. Ninety. He played Whitelands with them? 93 and 94. He played ABC, no, ABC. Yep, I remember both of those. That was just some of the wildest fucking tours I've ever been on in my life. That's when Buddy was Everybody was just trying to outdo everybody, you know. Isn't that when Buddy was still in Buzz Who's that? That dude, the second guitarist, Buddy? Buddy was on the second tour. Yeah, I remember. on the first tour. Yeah, I remember. Because I remember when he joined. Yeah, yeah. From that band Sunshine. He was in a band with Sunshine in Richmond. He was a good dude. Yeah. They were pretty good. Yeah, not bad. So that's wild. Like, so you guys were touring, and there was, how long did that go on before other people started picking up on what you guys were doing? It seemed like up in like 2000, we kind of took a little break in 2000 because we had record label problems, drug problems, all yeah. kinds of problems. So we kind of took a break. The was ninety nine to yeah. two, something like that, just yeah. a little bit. No one would have ever imagined. We didn't break up or anything. Album called Dope Sick. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Uh, but uh, that's really that's good at putting yourself in other people's yeah, shoes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's all real. It's <laughs> this is real but shit. I think, I think that's why it worked. Is because this is all real. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. fake about this band at all, and we'll tell you that. But in uh, 2000, I guess was when uh. And then our first thing back. Iron was, Monkey came out, and we uh, were like, "What the fuck?" And did, then Green Machine from Japan. Something. Dean from Clarify Iron Monkey. your ass off, man. Dean Testify. from Iron Monkey came to my house in like '95, and I had a giant thing full of cassettes. Of Love like, you, Dean. Uh, <laughs> of like old obsessed demos and just St. Vitus, just all this cool shit. This guy Scott Bryant would send us, and fucking rest in uh, peace. yeah, rest in peace. And 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 Dean taped all of it. Went home and got Iron Monkey together. You know, it's like. <laughs> I mean, it's. It, I get you know. At, at when it first happened, we were like, "Man, let's fucking do." Well, but, it was just. But weird. now it's. Just I thought it was corny at first because it was like. It was. I was like, it, this band already exists, and it's yeah. such a blatant ripoff. I mean, it was more like together, done. They just put a new record. Yeah, they, yeah I don't know. They if they he was singer. on it or not. They got a, I don't think he's on it. I've heard yeah. Not quite but I remember sure. I read an interview with him Scotty's and he said we want to be I Hate God. Scotty Briggs, yeah. He's Scotty Briggs. Scotty boy. I read an interview and they were like, we want to 
FBI God because they can't come to the UK or they never came here. <laughs> and I was like, well, at least he's honest. Yeah. You know. we can't, we, uh, one of our, our first gig was in the UK, 96 or something, with uh, and we Obituary. Met that day. Obituary, yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd met no, him we on Crowbar Tour. We played tour. a horrible set there. Yeah, I was on We drums. just got off a plane. Joey left his cymbal stands or whatever, or something at the airport. So, so he Chaos got in a car UK. with Chaos UK. Oh God. He comes guys. back. I'm on drums. Brian's on guitar. He's sitting in a wicker chair because he yeah, didn't have a drum seat. Didn't have a drum Obituary thing. wouldn't loan us anything. No. They were such dicks. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And now, now, now we're great. Guitar. Now we're great friends with those dudes. You know. So. I was gonna say they played here and they're they're super nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Zach was there. It was Zach probably it probably yeah, wasn't yeah. the band. It was probably their Pete, their roadies or something. Or I just remember asking. You don't remember them. that dude. That no. their roadie dudes look looked all caveman. I forget his name, man. He sucks. Caveman. I got in a big fight with him because he told me to plug into this certain thing. I brought my head from home and it immediately just blew it. It was two twenty, and I was like, uh, "Dude," and he's yeah, like, yeah. "I didn't tell you to plug in, man." That's I was like, "You motherfucker!" What a dick. Same fucking thing happened to me the first time I played in England. Yeah. Same thing. Like, sucks. Plug in my. You Marshall. don't know. No one fucking told me. Yeah. I was like, and what's fucked up is that I had a I had a eight hundred. I brought it with me. Like Damn. an asshole on a fucking shitty little DIY tour, and it had the switch on the back of the yeah. voltage. You could have. So I could have switched it. <laughs> no one fucking told me to do it. Yeah. It's an expensive mistake. Oh, fuck yeah. Center Immediate paid to get my head fixed, so that was cool. It's got German parts in it. That was Pitch Shifter was on that tour too. Oh, they, oh, they hated we us. We shared a bus with. Nottingham's <laughs> best. Yeah. No, they thought we were the bun- We got off the plane and we're starving. We were like, man, can we go to McDonald's or something? They were like, no, man, we're vegans. You can't eat like that. And it's like, it's like, man, fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> fuck you. I want a burger, man. <laughs> I don't care if you're a vegan or not. Good for you. They suck anyway. <laughs> He, he, he went home, man. We were in Amsterdam. That tour fell apart, man. Our bus, our bus was broke down, so we would take vans to shows, and it was about as cold as this. We would take vans to shows and come back to the bus, and and uh, I was, one I morning was, we I just woke kicking. up, and he was fucking gone. <laughs> yeah, I was kicking some some stuff, man. Yeah. And then uh, I slept in the Amsterdam airport for two days. You we called Central Media and told me you were gonna kill yourself if they didn't Mike, send you, you home. home. <laughs> you were Partly, but besides that, the tour sucked. We, the van broke, the bus broke down. We sat in this parking lot in Holland for what three days. Yeah, it was terrible. And they're like canceling shows, or we took one show. We took a van, a transport van too, or With something. Pitch shifter, Alice, and equipment. It was just sucked. Oh, that's miserable. And it was just miserable. It was a miserable tour. Oh, actually, on that tour, we got to Germany and we were about to go to Eastern Europe, and that's when we got the call from uh, Scott Koenig. Uh, we came home, yeah. We yeah, came to, came home and immediately got in a van, went to uh, Seattle and started Corrosion. the Deliverance tour. Oh, wow. We did we yeah. did like oh, two nice. months with them, which was actually that was like '95, yeah. and people were starting to catch on, you know. Then, so in in Europe it was terrible. Nobody had we had like two three fans a yeah. night. Maybe. There were no bands doing that thing. No, there. none it, at all. It it, it it was really a, a long road of bullshit, you know. It's amazing, like how big. Like Europe is now the place to go. Yeah, keep going. We're going yeah. back in in, uh, in April, man. We're excited. We haven't been in two years, so. Do you guys do any of the like festival stuff over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're Playing doing Hellfest. And, uh, oh, I mean, I assume that because literally every band on the planet besides <laughs> mine is playing. <laughs> yeah, it's such a great. Like you look at the list, you're just like, what? Why don't they just say everybody? Just, right. <laughs> yeah. What a pain in the Come on over. Say. You can play. <laughs> it's such a great festival too. I, don't, I imagine. It looks it, cool on TV. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's unreal how many bands they get together. And for the most part, I mean, I usually look at festivals and... And they, pay them and shit. It's great, you know? Yeah, they take care of everyone. They pay yeah, people. bands at your level, it's great, because you can book tours around, like, two big festival things and then fill it out with, like, regular gigs yeah, for you guys. Yeah, that's that's what perfect. We do, you know? Yeah, that's the way like, to do it. Like, we're playing you know? Desert Fest and a couple other big... Desert Fest is in England. Are we playing... There's two. Are we Desert. doing Roadburn this year? I don't, I don't think, think we're doing Roadburn. Roadburn's another Get great... Get somebody on the horn. Walter! Yeah, we're, we're good. We're good. curating this year. There's two <laughs> desert fests? Walter. Huh? There's two desert fests? Yeah, yeah. There's a desert fest in different In spots. Berlin and one in England. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that sounds wonderful. So, should be cool. We did we did desert fest last time with... Uh, in Brant, London, right? Yeah. York or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Brant, Bjork played... We totally stole that show. It was fucking awesome. That was a good night. It was night. our last was show of the tour. Night, we showed man. up and it was... Packed and we were just like, dude, let's do this. And we were just tight and just fucking owned it. Not, we're not being egotistical. We're yeah, we're not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not too much. Yeah, we are. But my guitar tone was just maxed out that night. I looked great. You were wearing cool shit. <laughs> I mean, we no way we were gonna lose, man. No way. But we all know it's a formula, man. The fashion is. Uh... You know, what's so, you know what's so funny is that Mike's hair is exactly like mine was when I was in instruction. I have a, there's actually a pretty high-budget video with me with that haircut. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want it I'll back? Because I'm no, sick no. of it. Memories. Trade. Yeah, you wanna, no, I don't want that haircut either. <laughs> it's a lack thereof. <laughs> Bringing back all them great memories, man. Oh. So, oh, yeah, that's, good. I mean, what's uh, any great, like, any awesome festival stories, anything besides... Stealing the show from Brandy York. Festival stories. <laughs> I pissed on the crowd. Remember that? <laughs> Have you opened for Metallica? Where was that? I, I opened with Metallica for Down with Down in Europe and America. Oh wow! That must be it sick. was really it was really cool, man. They they were great, you know. Just you know, for the for the whole bragging rights, you know, just yeah. to say we opened. It was Is this real, mine? really Is down, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is down over. No, it's just everybody's doing different. Yeah, just everybody's <laughs> doing different. I mean, we're doing Super Joint, Pepper's doing COC, right. you know. So and they so. just dropped a new record and tour, so they're gonna be busy for at least a year, I imagine, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and that's one thing on this Black Label tour, you know, it's like get down fans that are like, so "What's up?" You know, he's like, "You know, y'all broke up, huh?" It's just like, "Dude, come on, man." That's we the went first thing seven they years. Bands don't break up anymore. No, like there's no, there's no reason to break up because there's and no retirement have, for musicians. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, and you all yeah. had full time bands before Down, so it's not like it was, you know. Well, some fans are, you know, just and not, they probably not, just came in at Down and don't even smart. know the past. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not that, that smart. We just had a scour play. Oh yeah, yeah. How was recently. that? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, cool. But it's funny, just like. As soon as they fucking start playing the Pantera songs, oh, yeah. the place goes completely fucking insane. They play them good too, man. Yeah, yeah, they totally. do them really well. I saw some a YouTube video. I was like, well, damn, the band's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Dudes good band, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, they got a bunch of stuff coming up. It, it's a uh, yeah, just I'm, everybody's got their hands in so many different projects. You know, I still want to put my solo record out that I've been talking about forever. Is it country. It's a kind of country, kind of blues, you know, but I, I got to finish it. So. You doing vocals, too, or just playing yeah, guitar? Yeah, singing. It's not a one-man the... project, is it? Yeah, I got it's it's all me. Because I know you play every instrument. Except for a fiddle player. I have a fiddle player came in and, and played on, so I was hoping to get that out, you know. So is it written? Yeah, it's pretty much written. The lyrics are a motherfucker, man. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know what I sing, to I sing it. about. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm always pissed, so it's easy. But I don't right. that the vibe you're doing. I mean, How for me and him, that? it's easy because we're yeah. always pissed. I, I mean, but I was used, I used to hate writing lyrics, and then and then I started looking at it as an opportunity. Yeah. Like it's like like a, like you just have a clean slate and you can kind of yeah. do whatever you want to do. And like the, the problem with lyrics, I think nowadays is because the internet people on the internet are so fucking mean. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And they just they'll like they'll like really dig into like. Well, they're too PC stuff. for me. I mean, that's another thing, but. Man, I'm almost 50 years old. It's it, you know, it's like you, you can't even have the same sense of humor that you used to have. You know, it, it's well, just well, because now having that sense of humor is like have it's like it's it goes to them. It's like a hate crime. Yeah, well, I mean, like, think about this. It's, I mean, we're brutal and obnoxious and we're dicks, but yeah. it's like yeah. can you tell intent <laughs> when yeah. you're busting someone's balls and you're not trying to like insult their Everybody gender or their dicks people? I mean, up, come on, man. think if Seth was still alive. What, what I wish he exactly. was. I, I mean, wish he was. Oh, WWSD. Was what would Seth do? I believe. I believe I played. <laughs> I opened first. I played with Daniel Cohen. We toured with him. Last show they played in New York. We did a month tour. No, we played with them after that. Did you? It was. Fuck it. It was anal cunt. Uh, it was death cycle anal cunt. Maybe Hyrax and Hyrax. Right, but you didn't run around in your underwear hugging guys who were trying to see Kyle. <laughs> no, That's but uh, it was great because the last song, Seth and the guitarist were going to switch. And he put the guitar on Seth. And this is after he had that minor stroke and he yeah, had yeah. no equilibrium at all. So the dude puts the guitar on him because he can't even like grab it too well. And he fell flat on his face and just laid there. And the guitarist jumped to the mic and was like, good night. And the whole band walked over him that down the steps and left him there. <laughs> and I was fucking crying. I was laughing so hard. Uh, and the drummer from Hyrax was from Brazil and he was like emotionally upset. He's like, we have to help him. I'm like, no, this is fucking perfect. This is sad. It's sad, yeah, man. This he is doesn't this. want him. And then the dude went and picked him up and he got mad that he picked him up and he shoved the guy. And then he, <laughs> and then there were like these spiral steps down. Did the security throw them both out? No, the security was just looking like there's a train. That was where? It was, was at that? North Six, North Six, which is now which like is now, Williamsburg uh, Hall of Music. Wow! And then there was these spiral stairs, stairs down like a flight of stairs. So I was like, "Yo, Seth, good set," and he nods to me. And the, that Hyrax drummer is still trying to help me. He's like, "Hey, man, do you need help going downstairs?" No, leave me alone. And he pushed. The drummer, and he fell down the whole flight of steps because he lost his equilibrium. <laughs> and I was like, this is the Jesus it was better Christ. than the show. And Pete Steele was there laughing his ass off. That's all I remember. We and we, we, we almost beat up the sound no, guy so that it, night. Couldn't have, it couldn't have been because Pete Steele, I believe, was dead by the time. No, that's the show. Are you sure? Yes, he was absolutely there. All right, that's we played with Anal Cunt right after his stroke, and they opened with "I'm Still Standing." Yeah. <laughs> but he was sitting in a chair. But he was sitting in a chair. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! He's like, "I'm just in it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just great. We were like, "Man, only these dudes could." It was you know. amazing. Man. Seth was a great dude just to hang out with and talk shit and just you know. And he he wasn't even like he. Projected. He wasn't serious. He just did it for the shock value. Well, exactly. You know, it's like people forget that that's part of punk rock. So yeah. But, and they used but to nowadays you can't do that anymore. But, yeah. but you know what's crazy? The first two times I saw Anal Combo at ABC No Rio, the most PC club that right. New York has ever had. Well, I think they got banned from there. They I'm did sure, yeah, the yeah. second show, but the first show there were five of us. There were five people there, and they played. And the, I don't know who booked them at ABC because ABC was always pretty uptight. And I guess they just didn't know what they were singing. And you know, he screams his face off. He can't hear a word. <laughs> And uh, they just shook their heads, but they booked him again, and that's when they got banned. Yeah, yeah. What did they do? The first show, he just jumped off the stage like a whale and just what flipped stage? around like no <laughs> right, water. Exactly. That, that two-inch stage, he yeah, would just yeah, dive. Yeah. 
I we mean, played there. We played in Casino Yeah, I saw you guys there once. You know, Way back. Yeah, man. That was, yeah, first time up here. That was the first, that was, we right? We played CBs and ABC. It was like a weekend, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was our first time up here. First that time I ever did heroin. <laughs> It wasn't yeah, Rivington to find Street. Him. No, not right there. Yeah. About five feet. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Rivington Street. <laughs> you should be there lately. No. Soy lattes are nine bucks. Rivington between B and C. I have not been over there, man. ABC got knocked down. I was there like years ago. Right. But I'm sure it's. Well, ABC got knocked down. They rebuilt it. They won the rights to the building, which is awesome. Yeah. But the neighborhood's so different that it doesn't fit in anymore. Right. Because yeah. what oh, you it remember. Looks so it looks so weird. It looks so weird with the fucking. I caught the tail end of it when I lived up here. You right. Know, it's right. Like the end. That was like Giuliani did all that. Yeah. Know? Well, it's a it's like an art space, right? It's like a certified art space. When it first started, it was an it was an abandoned building that artists oh. took over. But they have some and then, official. Yeah, they would do all sorts of stuff. And then they did community shit because, right, like, the neighborhood it. was raw, you know? So, uh, and then the late 80s, they started booking, like, hardcore and punk stuff. And, and just anyone who came through who was DIY that wasn't... Without a doubt, the worst club to load into oh, ever. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Downstairs. Yeah, downstairs. We played yeah. downstairs. Yeah. It's straight down. They originally had them upstairs. And then they, then they went downstairs. And they went back upstairs. But you guys played in the basement. We played yeah. in the basement, yeah. Was, and that load in the middle of the stage. I was like, we came all the way up here for this? <laughs> I was like, wow, well, man. Then, no, man, CBGB's made up for it. It was packed. Yeah, we used to love... People were like, look at the freaks. It was like cameras going off. We used to love CBGB's. What year was that? That was 93. Huh? Yeah, 93. Yeah, because yeah, my friend died in 93, and I went with him. So it was it was 93. Yeah, yeah, Holy that's, fuck. So that, that, was after, just, that was sort of after, like, the whole, like, member thing shut down and everything. Well, that would go on and off, because the shows were so violent that the New York hardcore scene got real violent at that yeah, time. Yeah, and yeah. They, they, they would start and stop the matinees, because they were just becoming yeah, the too much of a hassle. Yeah. It was real rough for a while. Over there, because it sucked. Yeah. It was like, I never wanted to be part of any of that. And right. The bands that were playing at, at ABC at that time, like, Rorschach and yeah, stuff. Citizens Arrest. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. yeah. All those bands, they, they, Rorschach's awesome, man. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. Like, they were a life changer for me. But, like, yeah. they, uh, you know, those those bands would all play, and, like, it was a it was a much safer atmosphere, but it was, like, right. which is kind of lame. I know I know Ron likes the danger aspect, but... Well, I appreciate I, both. It was a different vibe. I just think it's dumb. ABC I just, was I more... I like it to an extent, you know? It's like... ABC was more artsy, more political, more DIY, and CB's was just raw in New York. Yeah. I mean, so I like both. Always has been. You know? It was like, I'm from both. Should like both. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know. I wanted to be around people who were smart. Let us know when you finally achieve that, man. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> this table, I'll just sit over myself in the mirror. Yeah, God. yeah. You're He's not it. doing it right now. You don't yeah, find yeah. it here. There's not many brains here, man. <laughs> That's not true. And 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 uh, Mike, we This is what wit. We play it down. We play it down. Because you're you're known for your lyrics, which is not, you know. Hurley's lyrics are great. Yeah, I said earlier. It's a, like, new they lyrics. suck, dude. He hates your new lyrics. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> of course. Wow. He don't like me. No, I mean, no. like, you're, that's, it's in the genre, it's not something that's, uh, like, you're sort of an anomaly in that respect. Well, I hope so. Uh, to me, it's like Darby Crash or something, you know, with the, uh... The emotion is there, but the words can be abstract sometimes. And, and it's, and I do dumb Bust myself down, too, you know, just to fucking... Get along with humans, you know. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard for me to fit in, man. I don't know. People I mean, suck, man. It's not worth it anyway. No, it's not worth it. But you feel like you have. It's to It's the try. worst when you don't even fit in in the subculture. That's when I felt really alienated. Yeah. I'm like, I think yeah, my, well, my, my weirdos suck. 
Like, yeah. they're even cheap, you know? And then you're like, you just feel like you're from fucking Mars. Yeah. You know? That's I never really knew this about Ron. I'm learning so much about you right now. Oh, you think now. I like these people? <laughs> come on. He's not here for the social activity of it. Everybody, everybody knows Ron, though. I mean, come on. Like, In yeah, some way. Like, you know. What'd you get, man? We got another egg and cheese uh, uh, fan here. Yeah, oh, did you? Oh, you did? I'm about to do the Wow. You roped off? I ain't roped off yet. Yeah. He doesn't sound like what we're really needing. It sounds like he's talking about shacking off, man. That's not what I do a lot of that, man. Is it is it tour life? Is it shitting? No. No, aspirin. Oh, gotcha. Aspirin. I see. Some pharmaceuticals. Oh, well, Some safe pharmaceuticals. Because we don't give a fuck. I should. I have two kids. I know. I should you should. You How probably should. Huh? How old are your kids? Five and one month old. One month? Congrats. Just, thanks, Jesus. man. Wow. Yep. If you like, notice, Brian's like not here. Our other yeah. guitar player's not <laughs> here. This is the shitty part. I'm out of here. <laughs> I wish I could have gone on tour. <laughs> yeah, Brian. Just left for the first Brian's months, not man. here this time, man. So. Yeah. If you notice... Brian had another kid too, so he wasn't. His... He just had it, so he's home with the. Uh, no, yeah, it is in uh, in July or June or something. He oh, so just it's just like distorted. It didn't make sense for him financially because I mean, going out with Black Label, we're not really making what we usually make, right? You know, right. So because you're the opener we... on the big tour. Yeah. Yeah. It's good though. No, we're at, for it's what great. we're doing, we play forty. Now minutes. that he stayed home, we make the same money. So. <laughs> So it'll work hey, out. Hey, it's all good, man. <laughs> it all worked out. We just come here and done like a two-week residency and made all that money up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was like. I know what you guys are gonna pay. He's like, man, y'all want the checks. He's like, man, y'all want me to come down and play them shows with y'all? No. <laughs> no, man. Well, that's he lives. He lives down in Louisiana too. He lives in Baltimore. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's in Baltimore. I didn't know that. He's been there for years. Yeah. yeah. He's, oh, he, bought, he owns a house there. And that this tour didn't roll through anywhere near Baltimore for him to like jump on a show. We we don't. No. It, 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 he kind of said he was out of the band. So. Oh. Well, that's a different. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Boom! Big news! Big news! <laughs> this won't get out for two months. That's gonna be. But then it'll be so. Bullshit! Well, we're doing the intro right after this. Okay? Check yeah, this out. We're this really <laughs> about to be Black Flag. <laughs> Uh, no, please. I'm the please. new Greg again. Dez just quit. Dez, Dez on second guitar just quit. Yeah. If we can get a chick on bass, we'll be on fire, man. Yeah, you need a Kira. Yeah. I don't know any. We'll get Amanda Pearl. I didn't, go, I didn't go see Black Flag when they played I, last time, but I heard it was fucking terrible. Oh, I did. A Black Flag or Flag? No, I saw both. Yeah, I heard Black Flag. Flag was, was on point. I mean, Flag yeah. is what yeah. you would think it would Too be. many good people shit. in that band, man. Flag is the and shit. He, and those are dudes who never stopped, so it's like right, they're on right. their game and they still have it. I don't even know who's in Black Flag. It's Greg. It's Greg and, and a bunch of new uh, people. Right. The tour came through with Dez. Uh, no, not Dez, Ron. With Ron, yeah. Rez, and then he quit. He got kicked out. Yeah, they booted yeah, him. Well, it was kind of a out. mutual thing, but they booted him. And then the guy who was roadieing, he's a skate punk dude. I forget yeah, his name. Mike, Mike Varney? Varney or something, or something, or something, or something like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. I toured with Mike V. Mike V and the Rats. Yeah, yeah. So that Mike dude's. V, Mike the, v and the Rats he took his was place. basically a black flag cover band. So yeah, wow. he's in I his band. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy. I like him. And he, he wasn't nice. He that does a straight up Rollins invitation. Well, he became yeah. They kicked Ron back out, and he got back in, and then or went, he got in. Gary, and would you Ron, get Ron was the only thing that sounded good. Yeah, he still had his voice. 
His voice was on right, point. Right, right, yeah. I love his voice, man. The drummer... Hero. The drummer they had was incompetent. I mean, I'm not one of those guys to nitpick, but fuck, you're in Black Flag. I didn't see it, man. I've heard the record. And it's Don't just, get Greg it's going. Terrible, it's, it's, not, it's okay, but it's not great. Yeah, it's got I think, no. I think Greg Ginn still likes to piss people off, so I still respect him for that, yeah, but... Yeah. Because he's yeah, got he's the theremin on the record. Yeah, he did a lot. Like, why would Black Flag and that's like the artwork? He, he <laughs> definitely pissed yeah, us off. It's like he's pulling an Andy Kaufman on us. Yeah, you yeah. Know? His whole business sense, man, he just fucked everybody up. Yeah, he ripped off all his Yeah, bands, you look at right, his catalog. Soundgarden, Sonic Youth, Great Bad Brains, Dinosaur Jr. I mean, that, like, four or five-year gap of, like, Sonic Youth. Amazing geez. records. I don't know much about SSD, so he, he ripped off... Oh, dude. Apparently, Dinosaur yeah. Junior, Soundgarden, Sonic Youth. St. Vitus. St. Vitus Saint the Vitus. whole time. Because yeah. yeah. he put out all their records up I've, until I've like 90. I've Dave Chandler an extent, and he's just like, man, fuck them dudes. You know, I guess it was a it was a great idea and a great label, but just I, I guess they didn't know what they were doing or, you know. But he also did stuff where he kept stuff in print, and he never told the lit bands. Yeah. I mean, going on through the '90s into like you know. You can't do shit like that, man. No, and now he got a band's got popular, so. Right. Yeah. Right. It wasn't back then. But you, you look know, at the catalog of, of their first 30 records on SST, and it's unreal. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's the label. Yeah. That, you know, it's all and it's for, it's diverse like him. You know. So he had great taste in music, and he was either an incompetent or a scumbag I'm I'm businessman, <laughs> or both. I'm surprised I never heard about any lawsuits, just because, like... Oh, there has. Well, those there's bands been. had a, There's been a few. Oh, there has. Okay. Those bands had to try Chuck to get Dikowski, the... Chuck Dukowski's had a lawsuit against him for the name. That was for the name of yeah, the band that was, or yeah. something. Yeah, that was a different thing. And then but. Greg tried to sue Flag, remember? Either for, yeah. the, for the logo, right? Is that what it was? Uh, it was the logo it wasn't or the name. name. I can't remember. The name? I don't think I don't, he won. He didn't win, though. No, he didn't win that. We, uh... He solely gets all the money for... I don't know. And to this that day, there's records on SST. Like, yo, that Stains yeah. LP? Yeah. yeah, that's the best that thing on SST. It's, it's the best thing on the label. And it's still not out. It's, it's, it's so violent. It's me, you find, the I think he does merch record. deals because you find them in the first place. We're having two different conversations going on. It's the best shit. That record's so wrong. Yeah. The Stains. fuck you, dude. LA Stains. And man, dude, fuck these dudes. Talk about real punk. So anyway, uh, moving forward, what are you guys doing? You're going to Canada, right? Yeah, yeah we're, hopefully we're getting, we're trying, we're trying, trying yeah. to get in. Yeah, I, I think we'll get in. Yeah, we've never done Canada, so it's a big deal. It's just, oh, you've never gone there? No. Never. Wow, that's uh-huh. crazy. We never, we've never been. We've able always to. been like scared to try, man. You know, so with this we tour, we're all right with it. You know, pending. it's all been ten years ago that everybody, all the criminal stuff is in the past, so. It should be enough time to clear it all up, you know. When are you going there? Spring or this winter? Oh, we're, we're going, we're going like to sit days. there for a while. Oh, fuck! You're going next week. Yeah. Oh shit! Fuck! Two days. Yeah. We'll play Albany tomorrow. And next day's Canada. So. Damn. We got to well, fucking. Well, I hope you get it. Don't have to piss. Don't have to piss. Yeah. Why? So I was coming back from Vancouver, and we were all drinking in the van. It's getting fucked up, and and of course I'm not shy about pissing in. Bottle. So I was we do it all yeah, night. We do it all day. Some of my bandmates weren't as like they weren't into it. There's so yeah. many piss bottles in our van right now. You wouldn't oh, yeah, believe. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Free warm lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> Just get the gallon of water. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's how you do right. it. And uh, and so we get to we get to customs and they pull us over and they inspect it. So we're in like you know this little office area and and my bass player is looking at the guy going, look, I, I can I go to the bathroom? Like, you're not allowed. They won't let you go. What? Really? This was, this was probably like 3 o'clock in the morning. What are you supposed to do, man? 
hold it. So he was just like, he was like, oh, I'm just on the floor right now. I'm just on the floor. Event, like, it took like about 20 minutes of this back and forth. Finally, finally they let him go back behind the desk and into a bathroom in the back. Because they think that if you're going to the bathroom, you throw in some drugs away or something. Right. You got something shoved up your ass that you don't want to be caught with. No, that's not us. It's usually the opposite where I'm the one who's dying to pee all the time. Yeah. I was like, see, you should just piss in the fucking bottle. Yeah, yeah. You're such a pussy. Yeah, it's tour life. It's fucking tour life. It's not your fucking house. We're sponsored by Gatorade bottles. Yeah, dude, yeah. They wide mouth. You need that. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it a lot. You shouldn't throw us the yellow. Get a good right. 30 pisses in there, man. I've, okay. had, I've had so many squirt back up oh, yeah. situations. Last night, I yeah, had, one, had one, man. I pissed all over myself last night. <laughs> <laughs> in my seat and everything, man. I was oh, just like sucks. slept in it. Yeah. That's a good thing about it being yours. At least seat, it's warm. Man. It's a cold <laughs> night. On a cold night, that's not all bad. The van was warm. Oh, man. yeah, that sucks. It's warm for like a second. No, it, it got it's cold quick, quick, man. Then you're frozen I piss on you. I did that once in England. In this, like, hey, I was you, wearing you know, these pants, they don't, have, too, they don't have heat. It doesn't really exist. No. It's amazingly colder inside than it is outside. <laughs> and I was laying there, and I, I took a piss. I just, middle of the night, I just pissed myself. And I, like, and I, all I could, and I pulled this piece of plastic that was carrying the, held the duvet before I put it on me. And I just pissed, and I was like, oh, warm for like a minute. Oh, and fuck that. that. And then, like, I fell back to sleep. Oh. I woke up, and I was fucking freezing. <laughs> and everybody's looking like, did you just, like, just... Piss? Like, yeah, it was cold. Uh, <laughs> like, you're a fucking piece of shit. I was like, oh, I've done that, man. I couldn't piss on myself, man. I don't think. I'm just, I'm, we stay in like some shitty places with Corrections House, you know, and I've just, uh, I just lean over and just piss off the bed. Just, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> and then just gonna roll, they roll over and They're just. They're not going to know. No, well, I mean. Interesting interview, huh? Spilled some water. I always just say it's just beer. Yeah, I mean, I could talk about I piss spilled for, something, man. I could talk about piss for an hour, but we're going to go real deep into my psyche if we go there. Yeah, we don't want to go there, man. Yeah, I don't want to go sure there. There's plenty of, like, I live there. I'm sure there's plenty of piss. I, I pissed on my bass player once. And I did, like, I, we were, I was sleeping in a, in a hotel, and, and the bathroom was, like, right here, so I got up, and the, the light switched on the outside. I got to piss right now. So I fucking I flipped, it, I flipped up the switch, and I thought I was in the bathroom, apparently, and I just turned around to the bed and just started pissing. Oh, man. Went, Straight up on it. Adam Marino. <laughs> And he's like, he's so you like, made a urinal out of What the fuck him? are you doing? What are you doing? And he freaked out. And he's like, you're such a fucking loser. Did you be on his face? That would no, have been amazing. I, I was just all, it was all over. <laughs> uh, and, still cool. I woke up in the morning in the closet because I couldn't go back in the bed. <laughs> God, <laughs> dude. He wouldn't talk to me for like three days. It was incredible. I mean, that's not. I don't know. I'd, 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 I'd have probably hit you, man. <laughs> if, I'm getting pe- yeah. if I'm getting peed on, you're not who I have and the you're vision sleeping? of. I got someone a little sexier. You're sleeping and you get peed on? No. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I love you, man, but you're going to take a punch. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm totally, I don't I'm totally didn't get it. more piss on you. I, believe you. I was like, I feel really bad about this. <laughs> but it was an accident, at least. Oh, yeah, of course you know. it was an accident. I was asleep. On yeah, purpose would have been would have been really... I pissed in a flower pot. and Yeah, a couple weird places. When you're drunk and you wake up and you got to piss, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're like, if you blacked out the night before and you have no fucking idea where you are, where the bathroom is. And it's dark and you're just like, uh. I slept in that park like 10 years ago one night and I had to take a shit in the bush and I had to ask like a Wall Street guy for his newspaper. It's a long story. You're you're straight. I ended up on a a mattress with two homeless There's Russian dudes no and a punk chick. What the fuck? It's a long night. And, um, Jesus so I, I get up at like 8 in the morning and there's no all the bars are closed. I got to shit so bad. So I go in this bush and I shit. And there's like a Wall Street guy reading his Wall Street Journal and I, I like straight up walked over. I'm like, dude, give me a paper. I got to wipe my ass. 
And he was horrified and he just left. But he left Deep the paper thoughts. for me. There you Ron go. Grimaldi. Yeah, I mean, not my most shining moment, well, this but whatever. Is, this this, you this probably podcast got is taking a turn. You probably got an imprint of the paper on I probably your got like ass, an ink man. infection in my ass. Yeah, yeah. That explains a lot. It does. Yeah. Although, I was fucked up way before that. All right, well, I mean, you guys want to wrap it up? Sure. Yeah, yeah, you I guys got, are going to go on pretty soon. Got a yeah. piss. So, wait, before you go, you said you're working on a piss. new record. Yeah. We were talking about that off mic, so what's up with that? Uh, we just, uh, vocals need to be done and another guitar track and, and then uh, mix it, you know, so. When do you think it'll be out, summer? Uh, it'll definitely be out this year, definitely. Cool. I don't know about summer. I don't know about summer. What about label stuff? Are you tied into a label right now? We're, no? we're trying. We're hoping for it to be on Housecore again. So. And Central cool. Media again. And so. you're cool. Oh, cool. Awesome. Everything's just in Japan. Huh? What about Corrections Disney. House? What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. Who in Japan? Disc Union. Disc Union in Japan. What happened to oh, Daymares? Is Japanese label, too? I guess. I don't know if maybe it's the same people. Probably. What's Daymares? There's only like three record labels left, so. Yeah. What time <laughs> do we play? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got 45 minutes. It's been great, fellas. But bye. Later. <laughs> bye. Peace, assholes. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Thanks for sitting down. Yeah, yeah no, thank you, man. No, thanks. Fun, man. Obviously, come back. And thanks for all the talk about piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>